Hello, BrainTap Nation. Welcome back to the BrainTap Business Journal Podcast. Today, I'm going to bring you a very special guest, someone I met just recently in Charleston at an event with Awaken, which I was blown away by the enthusiasm of this group and, and how they're changing the world and on mission with BrainTap. And we got talking about her her ability to go through cancer treatment, her recovery. She's going to go through that here today. But when we were talking, I thought, you know what? BrainTap has a couple of cancer programs, but they're not really being used the way that we'd like them to. And if you'd mind sharing your story, she said, and you said, wow, I'd love to be on there. So I said, well, let's get on there. She also coaches people through this trying time. So if you or a family member are going through the struggles of cancer recovery, then you might want to look her up and find out how she can help. She's an advocate, not only for the veterans, but for anyone navigating through the medical treatment system and helping you with the physical and mental sides of well-being. You know, we're all here and a lot of times medicine only deals with the physical side, but you have this mental and emotional side too that we need to deal with. So Adria, hey, welcome to the podcast and tell us a little bit about what got you started in all this. I mean, you told me the story in Charleston. I think I said, wow, we need to get brain tap to hear that story. So maybe if you can share that with our listeners. Absolutely, Dr. Porter, and thank you for having me. Uh, as I mentioned, I don't go to conventions and Awakened just boggled my mind, the camaraderie and what they had to offer. And then I learned about BrainTap. I thought, oh my goodness. Um, I have been a health advocate since probably the 70s. And I was looking for organic in the late 70s when people thought I was a fruitcake. Um, I have been, my brother particularly calls me his loved fruitcake. But I have guided, you know, we all have our blessings. We each have our blessings and our gifts. And I have had intuition and psychic abilities, maybe for generations in my family. So back in the 70s, when I was looking for organic, I realized I don't need to worry about what other people think of me. I just need to follow my path and share what I learn. So that, that's what started me. And through the years, I, as circumstances presented, I was a senior advocate and a veterans advocate because these people needed advocates. When we get even diagnoses of cancer, all of a sudden our brain freezes, we go into fear. And all of the people who love us think that they know what the right path is for us. And that's the challenge, to remove what I call the impediments and the interferences in anywhere in the health continuum from healthy to cancer and everything in the middle, including relationships, take out the impediments, which I think a lot of brain tap helps to do, so that our wisdom, our healing abilities, our intuition can come to the table on our behalf. Because we, we're each individuals, we each have different challenges. So that, that's basically how I got where I got. And then um, as a young adult, I had a first, well, actually I wasn't that young. In 2006, I had the first episode of breast cancer diagnosed. And I had been, I call it a health baby my entire life. Um, people were always coming to me, asking me questions and I was doing something different. But in 06, I had to learn tremendously uh, about cancer. So my learning curve went like this. And I've had since then, I've had two episodes of breast cancer, a melanoma. In fact, if, if I'd love to show you my melanoma scar, I love it. When I speak at cancer conferences, I actually show this scar, but that's a whole other conversation. 
Anyway, two breast cancers, a melanoma, squamous cell, basal cell, a number of different cancers. And my objective for myself, uh, for patients who are referred to me, I receive referrals from around the world from different doctors. P other people refer to me or they see me at conferences or see me online. My objective is always to make any additional cancer episode less virulent and further and further apart. You know, we all know people who've had cancer episodes and I like the word episode because we don't want ownership. We don't want to say my cancer. We don't want ownership of anything we don't want. But we all know people who have had cancer and we also know these people who went through various treatments, whether it's conventional or alternative and they're gone or else they had another cancer episode that is very virulent and they may be gone or debilitized, debilitated. That's why my focus is always to let people know cancer is generally chronic. We can live happy lives even with a cancer diagnosis. And depending on our choices, which is key, depending on our choices, the episodes be further and further apart, less and less virulent, so that our body can ultimately conquer it on its own. That's probably a long answer to your brief question. No, that's great. I mean, I, I think that your belief is along the lines of what my belief is about cancer. And although you've been through it, I've just lived with it with my wife having breast cancer and her sister dying of cancer. We all have someone who's doing that. And you you have a definition for what causes cancer. And I think it's very, it's a very good one. And I'd like you to share that with the BrainTap audience. Everybody can get cancer, right? What causes cancer? It's a quantum entanglement. Let me use, that basically just means that everything works together. Everything affects each other, right? It, it is body, mind, spirit, metaphysics, because we are, we're complicated systems. This is not add hydrogen and oxygen and get water, right? Cancer is chaos in our system. And what causes that chaos? Our mind causes it, our physical, what we eat, what we do, what we exercise causes it. Our environment uh, contributes to it. Um, the, everything that, can, that impacts our system can cause cancer or it can help us to heal. So uh, here, here's something that most people don't even think about. And this we address in my consultations very strongly because it comes up all the time. It's relationships, but it's also reactions to life. Our thoughts create our reality. That may sound woo-woo, but when we really think about it, that's what happens. So we are energetic beings. We think our cells and our cells are solid. We're not necessarily, we're energetic beings. And when we're growing up, say the age of two, if someone had depression in our family, someone close, or was an alcoholic, or there were other serious circumstances, we pick that up as children. So this chaos starts decades ago. We pick that up as children. And then what happens is we wind up reacting to life and other people and ourselves from the energy we've picked up as children. And I won't even go into past generations, but let's just say as children, it's necessary to remove the impediments so that we can actually let that energy go and become who we are, feel who we really are, get our intuition. We all have intuition. 
you know, if we're psychic abilities, get, get that, whatever it is, so that our choices can be conscious choices. And here's a simple example of that. Somebody might marry an alcoholic, they get divorced, they wind up marrying or being with another alcoholic. If we don't change what we've been doing, we're going to get the same result. Mm -hmm. and, and that's basically quantum entanglement. We need to change the pieces. That's one of the reasons I love your brain tap. You are, you've committed your life to making a difference for people. I, and so many are grateful. Brain tap is like having a university at your fingertips, an evolving university, no matter where you are in the world. You choose, when you look at all your courses, what resonates with you, you choose what resonates, put on a headset. And as I said to you before, all of a sudden, you know, I've got my headset on, next thing I know I wake up. That's phenomenal. We are reprogramming ourselves in the easiest way possible because our conscious mind will not let in a lot of what we need to heal. We have all these defense mechanisms. You know, we can call it back from the dinosaur age, but we have all these defense mechanisms that we think we're being protected by. What protected us as we were younger is not what's protecting us now. What happens with the fear when we get a cancer or health diagnosis is not what's going to protect us now. We need to be able to engage. We need to have support like BrainTap. We need, frankly, to have support people like me. And there are others of us who have different specialties. We need that kind of support because otherwise we keep going around the same circle. That won't work. It won't give us a different result. And it's not hard. It's like, I've seen relationships change in one consultation. I loved it. In fact, when I was in South Carolina, I went into a store, it was afterwards, and I was talking to this one woman in the store, maybe a half hour. And she said to my partner, this, she just changed my life. And I thought, how lucky am I, right? Because that, when, when we can register something different, we can change it. And it's like a pebble in a pond. We throw in one little change, one little brain tap session, one little aha moment in conversation about a relationship and that we see the ripples in our lives. It doesn't have to be difficult. We're not climbing a mountain. We're taking one step at a time. Right. And I think, I think that goes back to, uh, I tell people, your best thinking brought you here. You know, congratulations. Now we need to upgrade it, right? And one of the things I think that you're on a mission to change is that people really do believe if they get a cancer diagnosis, it's a death sentence. You know, that's the way they think about it. And everybody's so scared of it. But we, every one of us has cancer circulating through our system right now. Just if we're healthy, that the, these killer cells are killing them and they don't manifest into something that the doctor picks up the pathology and tells us, hey, you've got cancer, this or that. So tell me about your beliefs and how you shift, because I think that's one of the biggest shifts you said it a little bit earlier about living with it and, and having this chronic disease, but tell, when you change somebody's belief, because th that's the way they're talked to. And unfortunately, our medical community, which we need at times like this, they're so scared they're gonna get sued. They're just giving everybody the worst possible scenarios so that they basically zap hope out of the experience. And they're just telling them, like my mother, unfortunately, she was told, hey, you've got six weeks to live. This was back in the 80s and almost to the day. And I and she was very suggestible. She walked three miles a day, she died. But I think she was almost like going to a, 
uh, one of these guys in the in the jungles that says, hey, I'm going to look at you and you're going to die. You know, that's kind of what happened with her, you know, these medicine men. And she she was deathly scared of doctors anyway. So when they told her that she had this overwhelming negative belief and she believed what they told her. Because obviously, I, I believe personally, and we'll hear your part of it, but I believe as long as your heart's beating and you're thinking uh, and you're still, you know, under your own control, you can make magic happen. So tell us what your thoughts are on that. First of all, I'm really sorry to hear that about your mother. Mm -hmm. And it's true. Um, when I'm at a cancer conference presenting, I will always say even the most well-meaning doctors don't know what they don't know. And we don't know what we don't know. That's why we have to remove the impediment so we can trust the information we're receiving. It frankly infuriates and pains me when somebody receives a diagnosis or a projection of how much longer they have in life. I had one man referred to me from Wales in the UK because my practice is totally virtual. I don't see people in person. I've never seen people in person. I basically don't need to. He was given three months to live and he was referred to me. And five years later, he and his wife were traveling. He was mowing the lawn. He was laughing. He was having a great life. Uh, so fortunately, he didn't embody um, the three months that he was given. Uh, when we need conventional medicine, we really need it. It's emergency medicine. It's like your arm is hanging. You better have emergency medicine. Conventional medicine has not yet learned, even with the highest intentions, how to conquer cancer. Because we don't, cancer is a symptom and conventional medicine generally deals with the symptoms. Again, even the most well-meaning of doctors, they're given the tools that oftentimes have immune demolishing effects. So if there's a tumor, for example, near the heart or the liver, there may need to be a surgery there, but that again is the symptom. And here's, here's an example I like to give. This is the body. This is the quicksand. If the quicksand of the causes, the underlying causes, the chaos isn't addressed, it's going to keep hitting the body. And that's going to manifest in some level of disease, emotional state, divorce. We have to deal with this, even if we're employing conventional medicine. So how, how do I suggest that people deal with that? Most of the time they come up with relationship issues in consultation. So we discuss relationships. We discuss additional ways to support the body's natural healing ability, which is part of what I did. There's nothing smarter than the human body. Nothing is smarter than the human body. When you remove the impediments, it knows how to heal. So what do we do? We do food, stress relief, deep sleep, Moderate, not crazy exercise. We're a society of overdoers. You want to stress your adrenals beyond belief? How is your body going to rest? The body needs to rest. We're on blue screens all the time. We have our phones, well, not me, but many people have their phones next to them when they're sleeping. Have a brain tap instead. You know what? This makes no sense. We can find a balance in life if we realize there's an imbalance. And if there's a sickness, if there's a disease identified, we have an imbalance. It's not uncommon, but we're in control of it. We have to envision what we want and use the mind, body, spirit in that regard.
Did that answer your question? Yeah, and and what I wanted to add for the listeners was, you know, that uh, when people think about healing, I always encourage people, there's a good book that Wayne Dyer was talking about years ago. It's called Dying to Be Me uh, by a woman. She says, my journey from cancer to near death to true healing. And if you want to know about healing, I mean, I tell people, this is what's possible. She was, she was like, they just basically said, she's gone. If you read this book, you can get it on Amazon or something. It's, it's called Dying to Be Me. And it's, it just blew my mind because she's still alive. And they, she was riddled with cancer throughout her whole body and almost overnight because she basically had, uh, I think it was forgiveness or something that happened in the book, but it, it's been a while since I read it. But that's one when, when my wife was going through it, her sister was going through it, and just basically lets people understand just what you were saying. Once the, she figured out what was her, what was really the mechanism, the underlying mechanism that was causing her body to fail her when it was willing to, you know, it's, it's kind of like having the world's greatest army uh, of these white marker cells, but we don't release them because of fear. So, and I know you talk about that a lot and how, you know, stress gets in the way of natural healing. And, you know, obviously that's why we, we invented brain tap was to help with stress and help people to get their body back into parasympathetic. Um, but let's talk, let's kind of change the conversation a little bit to some people have to do this on their own, right? They're, they find out the diagnosis, their family gets scared, and it's almost like they're so scared and paralyzed because they've been told that this is a death sentence and it's not just an episode like what you're calling. And I, I like that saying, uh, what do you talk when you talk about, you know, basically having your support team or how that works? Tell us a little bit about your vision for people, you know, if they could if they could have the best support and what's going on, what do you, what, how do you consult them or how do you do that? Oh my goodness, that's a huge question. We could talk for a couple of days, but let's see if we can condense it. When people come to me in consultation, I ask them to make a little list, a small list of just trigger points because I want them to be able to speak from their heart and comfort and safety. And then with active listening, I can actually hear what's undermining them. And by hearing what's undermining them, I can reflect back to them so they can hear for themselves what they need to look at. Now, a lot of times, again, that's relationship. A lot of times it's gonna be nutrition. It could be exercise. It sounds so ephemeral, but it's basically the mind-body connection. Cancer is not a death sentence. It, it, it's the fear that makes us think it's a death sentence. We have to fix our mind. We have to change the mind so that we can see and envision what we want. And when I'm doing consultations or at presentations, I give them tools with which to speak to themselves, uh, like using the word episode. Because what happens is we take ownership of what we say. We take ownership of our thoughts. Do we change those or do we keep them? And again, I want to emphasize, if we keep doing the same thing, we're gonna keep getting the same result. So in consultation, I want them to tell me what their life is like, what are they doing? What are they eating? What are they listening to? What are they sleeping? What is their support? One, one issue is, I'll give you an example of me because most people, when they have a cancer episode diagnosed, 
They'll either go into hiding and not tell anybody or they'll tell everybody. I don't personally like the idea of telling everybody. I think when we get our team together and that includes some of our tools again, like brain tap and good sleep, et cetera, melatonin. If we choose a small group of people with, it, with whom we can be you know, totally open in confidence to really reveal ourselves. And unfortunately that's not usually family or close friends or our doctors who don't have time. It usually needs to be an independent source so we don't feel like we're burdening someone, right? That's one of the reasons consultations work. But we, we need to have that little team also that we can go to and then not the entire world of our network. They're not all saying, how are you, right? We need to be able to live our lives. Cancer is only one part of our life. Any diagnosis or episode is only one part of our life. Let's look at that pie. Okay, it's a gluten-free, dairy-free, you know, non-caloric pie. That's a joke because I'm in California. It's like insane here what people choose for food, but that's a different yeah. conversation. Um, we need to be able to look at that pie and say, okay, this piece is the episode of cancer. Here are the people I love. Here are the people who love me. Here's what I'm eating. Here's the food I'm changing. Here's my exercise routine. Okay, I'm going to walk a half hour every day. Here's my deep sleep. Okay, I'm going to get away from my the blue screens earlier. I'm going to work with my circadian rhythms. The circadian rhythms are really important. Awakened actually has a great program with the circadian rhythms. That's when our body knows to rest. That's when our body knows to wake up. We can go into a natural deep sleep Instead, most of us go into the second adrenal phase or the third adrenal phase. Oh, goodness, I'm tired, but I'd better go and do this before I go to sleep. The next thing you know, you've messed up your sleep cycle. Not only is sleep important for clearing our brain of plaque, it's important for when we heal. I keep digressing on you. Did that answer your question? Oh, that's great. I wanted to make sure that we got to the point where as people are listening to your story and, and how you help people, basically how you address, like if somebody wants to have a consultation with you and wants to connect with you on that level, for instance, let's say they have a problem with hormones and there's a problem with that. How do hormones drive cancer and behavior? And tell us a little bit about your consultations because that's the real key here is we know there are people out there suffering because they don't have support or maybe they're getting a lot of negative support. And we want to make sure that if they want, if they want to reach out to you, they can schedule a time to do that. So tell us how they do that, first of all. Then tell us a little bit about a consultation um, without, of course, just a fictitious consultation of what's going on. So people understand how you help them through this process, because I think everyone needs an advocate. Uh, if they don't, if they're not getting it with their family, or even if they're getting it, but they don't feel like they're getting heard, because a lot of times there's that one person in the family that becomes the alpha dog when this happens. And it doesn't matter what everybody else is saying. They think they've done their own research and they've come to their own conclusions and they, there's nothing worse than not knowing what you don't know. Right. So tell us a little bit about some of those things you uncover for people. We address relationship issues. Everything I just mentioned in terms of nutrition, exercise, et cetera, but I'd like to comment here for a second. What you just described is what just happened to, let's say someone in my social circle. Um, they thought they knew what was best for her. 
she's all she can do basically now is lie in bed waiting and they don't want anyone to visit because it zaps her energy and my thought was and i said this you know i'm an advocate i said you know if she can have some joy right now at her time of life where this is definitely a foregone conclusion and she can see people who love her even if she can't respond i believe that they hear even in coma that she can hear people laughing and talking she can feel good at this process in life, which is a total paradigm shift from what most people think. Right? I, I think that's, and I will say, I wanna share something else personal there. My oncologist fired me. Back in 2006, when I, had to, when I was learning about cancer and the episode I had was estrogen driven in, you know, in many of the, the categories, they, he wanted me to take a drug that would shut down my estrogens. Unfortunately, that's standard in our paradigm. Again, from the well-meaning doctors, what happens when people take those drugs or certain chemotherapies, men can't perform in the bedroom. Relationships are critical. Women dry up, their skin, their vaginal tract, their uh, brains, everything starts to have an issue. Why do we have to get rid of something that nature gave us instead of causing it to rebalance in a healthier way? So he had convinced me, I take responsibility for it, the decisions are always ours, to take a drug for a month. And my intuition was going crazy. I went to a conference. I heard this man on stage speak. He ultimately became my mentor for seven years. I have incorporated what he taught me about and I ship it around the world. It balances our estrogens in a healthy way. Breast cancer, ovarian cancer, um, prostate cancer, are generally hormone-driven cancers, to your point of hormones. We don't have to get rid of our hormones. We need to rebalance them in a way that supports us and doesn't harm us. I bring in the cultures of, uh, and wisdom of other cultures, like Chinese medicine. You know, there, there's so much out there that we can do in a natural, healthier way. Um, that, that's part of what comes into the consultation. And it has to be balanced with somebody else's life. The first consultation is an hour and a half. We try to cover so much, but one consultation can change a life. One consultation is a pebble in the pond. And it's all based on what they tell me in that private safe space. Through my questions and through what I, you know, intuit, that, that's where we go. And that's why I can give a, a generic outline of where people need to look. But the personal consultation, nothing, nothing takes the place of that. There are presentations on my website from cancer conferences. My website's free. Um, there's education there. My phone number is there. People can call me and we'll set up a time. Um, and how many consultations they have. Sometimes people will have one. Sometimes they'll have three or four, depending on what's going on in their lives. The choice is theirs. And I say, you know what? Always feel free to come back for a tune-up. There's nothing in life that's stagnant. Our bodies aren't stagnant. This is my passion. This is what I've left a very lucrative business to be able to do this in health. Um, I'm grateful to be able to do it. My, yeah. And if they go to your website, right, you, you have something free for them there. They can go there and they get a complimentary energy healing session. They can also schedule their consultations there. There's a um, an e-article. They can get some knowledge there, information. So they go to, it's uh, 
A-D-R-E-A-B-R-I-E-R.com. And we're going to have all this in the notes of this podcast. So you can go there or they can go to Thriving Health at Wellness, Thriving Health and Wellness.com. So is one just your personal site and one is your more about how you do this with people or give them for giving them hope and, and what's happening? Because I know that one of the things that that we talked about was a lot of people feel like once they cut the cancer out or they burn it out or however they get rid of it out of their body, they think, oh, it's all gone. But uh, it's not. That's only the physical manifestation. There's a lot of other layers to it. So um, what do you recommend if someone's, even if they've gone through the recovery, they still might need the counseling or the at least the, uh, the support of somebody. What do you recommend they do next? I'm so glad you mentioned that. Cancer takes eight to 20 years to appear. If we realize that cancer is a symptom and not the cause, we still have, even if we take out the tumor, we still have circulating tumor cells, circulating cancer cells, which if they evade any very strong conventional treatment are only getting stronger and stronger in the background. We need to address the stem cells, the cancer stem cells, and we need to address all the underlying causes even if somebody is doing conventional medicine. Um, I work with a product that's on my website that I think is extraordinary. It helps with Lou Gehrig's, it helps with Parkinson's, it supports the gut, which is the seat of the immune system. Um, I'm speaking quickly because I know our, our interview is coming to an end, but people can conquer cancer. It is not a death sentence and they can't just take out the symptom because that does not work. Sorry so to say when, when you think about um, when people come to you and they, is there any one theme that is more than any other? Is it always individualized or do you see a kind of a pattern to what's happening in this, in this kind of um, cancer recovery kind of industry? I mean, a lot of people, I know that in the, when my wife was going through treatment, they basically treated it like it was this, like she was a car and she needed a new carburetor. You know, it, there was no, they, there wasn't even any talk about the emotional reasons for the, uh, the cancer that she had. She had breast cancer and uh, her sister, there was never any talk about that. She had lung cancer. So it's like, I know that when cancer hits different parts of the body, usually there's a, an emotional reason for those things. Do you see any patterns in any of that? So let me, I will comment on that as well. In conventional medicine, we address the cancer episode by its physical location. I believe differently. I believe that cancer is aberrant DNA. It's a sick cell. Regardless of where it goes, it may be more virulent because certain areas are more susceptible, but we can still deal with any kind of cancer in a successful, healthy way. I don't know how to stress, bad choice of words, how to emphasize how important it is to deal with the whole person. So although there may be patterns of behavior, I'm not eating well, I'm not exercising properly, the individual's environment and their mental set is them. And that's what we have to deal with, including I give people words to say, you know, particularly women, um, we're we as a group are generally uh, not going to hurt somebody's feelings, right? We don't wanna say, oh my God, that person is toxic to me. Well, guess what? When we have a cancer episode, our body is giving us a wake up call. It is our permission to take care of ourselves. It is, uh, it's, a, it's like a cancer credit card. 
you call up and you say to somebody, you know what, I really need to take care of myself now. And please understand, let's connect in six months. When people give me that information, I can give them the words to be able to remove those stresses, mitigate those stresses in their lives so that they can take care of themselves and take that emotional element out energetically because it may not always be conscious, but energetically it's there and it undermines us. So to your point, there are patterns but it's and it's individualized. It must be individualized. We can do all the others. If we still have the same issues, we need to deal with it on a personal level and have somebody hear us what's going on so they can have the tools, the pebble to make the differences. There you have it, uh, Adria. Is there anything that I've left out that, that you really want to share with the listeners so that they understand the, the depth and breadth of what you bring to the table and also why so many people are suffering needlessly? They can, they can reach out and, and start to get the support they need during these times that are so trying for most people. If people can simply say, I am having an episode of cancer, and see it energetically move above them so that it goes, instead of owning it by saying my, hopefully anybody listening can feel that difference immediately. It's an episode. They're strengthening themselves. Mm -hmm. And I realize I said that, but I didn't say it in that way. We are powerful beings. We can address this successfully. Please don't let the fear of the society if they were able to conquer cancer with all these decades of everything they've been doing, it would have been done. We need to follow a different paradigm. We need to integrate. It's okay to do conventional. It's essential to add the other pieces. Right, there you go. Well, thank you very much. And we're gonna put your information on the podcast so people can reach out. So if you're out there, if you are a advocate for someone and you need some help too, you don't have to have a cancer diagnosis. You also help with family counseling. You can help anyone through it because you're a health advocate. So if you're out there and you need some help and you were touched by the message here today and you feel like there should be a meeting, go to the website, which will be posted down below. There's a nice tab there. It says consultations. You can click on that, schedule your consultation, figure out if this is one of the pathways to do it. She's a brain tap operator as well. So if you don't have the brain tap and you want to talk to somebody about it, especially after hearing this podcast, we're going to have her link, which is from awakennation.com with her name and then Awaken Mind headset. We'll have that for you so you can learn from her how she's using it and applying it. Because a lot of most people don't need the help, but if you you might need somebody to help guide through the 2000 plus different sessions, she can help you with that as well. So uh, give her a call. Let's see what we can do. And again, I want to thank you for taking your time to talk about this. I know when we met and there's probably a lot more that we need to go over and, and hopefully we'll get some feedback from BrainTap Nation and Awaken Nation who will be watching this. And as we merge our two uh, groups and see how we can work together to really help people to de-stress, to unlock their body's natural healing so it can do the work that it was designed to do. And I think you said it best. And I usually remind people, our brain and body are designed to heal. You know, we're always going through something. So something got into the works that upset that flow. And so whether it's stress, foods, thoughts, an accident, whatever happened to you, 
there's no better day than today to start working on those issues and get them out of your tissues, which is what we're talking about here. So we get the body operating at its highest level. So again, thank you for your time. Uh, hopefully we'll, people will be reaching out to you and uh, you can share your message with them. We're gonna be posting this on all the social media. So please get this to anyone you know that that's suffering right now or anyone that's helping someone that you feel needs some help as a caregiver. Anything Dr. you want to leave our audience with? Yes, thank you, Dr. Porter. One, my practice is international. So there are no geographic boundaries because it's virtual. And for groups, I will provide a Jin Shin Jitsu energy healing session for, you know, somebody can reach out to me. If it's a group like a veterans group or a senior group, they're passions of mine, I would be happy to do that on a Zoom call for everybody as my gift through you. Awesome. So please reach out. Let's see if we can start healing those people that need it the most and get them in during the stressful time, at least to alleviate some of that stress and let the body unlock and do what it's designed to do. So again, this has been the BrainTap Business Journal podcast. If you found anything here that touched, moved, or inspired you, please share it with your family, your friends, your coworkers. Let's get the word out that there is help, that you don't have to do this in a closet or hide from your diagnosis. You can get your body to work for you. I look forward to helping each one of you. And this is one of the things we do here at the, at the podcast is to bring you resources like we have here today that can help you through this. I know this is the first time you've probably heard me talking about cancer on any of our podcasts, but I think it's timely. A lot of people, it seems like, I don't know what's going on out there in the world, but people are having these reoccurrences that the dormant cancers are just seeming to be popping up everywhere. Don't don't trust it to just the regular process. Like you heard Andrea say that there's, you can do the, the medical route if you want, but you must do something to feed the body. We need to get the healthy, the healthy part of the body working with you. And so until the next BrainTap uh, Business Journal podcast, I'm gonna hope that you continue to BrainTap, continue to better your brain and help those in your family, your friends in your circle better their brains. Because as we, as we better a billion brains, your brain is the one that's most important right now listening. So please continue to brain tap, continue to improve the quality of your life and share the message because we don't want to keep this light under a bushel basket. We want to let this light shine and tell people there is hope. There is a method of healing that is natural and it's within you right now. So let's unlock your healing potential. And again, thank you for being on the podcast. My pleasure. Thank you for what you do.